how to pick the perfect partner according to data. Nowadays, it seems like so many people are having issues with finding people to date, keeping people to date, etc. So I just wanted to quickly go over, according to science, how to pick the perfect partner and have the highest amount and chance that you are going to have a long-term healthy relationship. So the following is pulled from the book, Don't Trust Your Gut, but the author goes over something called the irrelevant eight. And the irrelevant eight are eight traits that were shown to be the least predictive to a long-term mate. So the least correlated to a long-term healthy relationship. In other words, if somebody is to pick their partner merely off of these eight, they have the least amount of chance to have a long-term healthy relationship. And it could be any of the eight. It doesn't have to be eight altogether. So the list reads race, religion, height, occupation, physical attractiveness, previous marital status, sexual tastes, and similarities to oneself. So I thought this was very interesting. And it really shows how if somebody has any of these eight traits, it doesn't mean absolutely anything. So obviously people have preferences when it comes to you know, choosing their partner. However, these preferences can't be the driving factor of why you chose this person to date, if that makes sense. So don't date somebody just because you like their height or just because you like what they do for a job or their attractiveness. That's very important because nowadays so many people see attractiveness as this golden nugget and something that's the driving factor for why they'd want to date somebody. However, knowing this data, you guys can now more accurately try to gather insight about what you would need for a long-term healthy relationship. Also, the people who are most likely to end up in a good relationship are people who are happy with themselves and happy being alone before they get into a relationship, which I thought was very important. So kind of having this, I don't need a girlfriend or a boyfriend right now, but you know, it comes along for the ride, which kind of makes sense in a way, because if you're dependent on a partner, it's never going to be healthy because you know that if they leave at any time, you're going to be broken and you're not going to be able to be self-sufficient. However, on the flip side, if you're happy being single and being by yourself and not relying on anybody, then when somebody does come around, you're more than happy to take the time to be with them and get to know them, knowing that worst case scenario, you're going to be by yourself again, but you're already comfortable doing that. And now for the qualities that did have predictive power and how happy their partners were. So these did have correlations to a long-term healthy relationship. It is secure attachment style, satisfaction with life, conscientiousness, and a growth mindset. So let's go over this. First one, secure attachment style. If you guys don't know, there are different types of attachment styles, and it's very psychological. It starts at when you're a child, depending on how your parents treat you, depending on your environment. It's a lot of different factors, but you have secure avoidance. You have secure, like I just said, and there are two more, I believe. I don't want to give you guys any wrong information, so I'm not going to go too in-depth, but a secure attachment style means being overall comfortable with being close and intimate and able to communicate your needs and feelings in a relationship. Like I said, this starts at birth, how your parents raise you, etc. your cues, how 
you learn things through the environment as a kid. And having a secure attachment style is pretty much the best. It's what most people have, unfortunately. A lot of people, a lot of kids are neglected at a young age and they form a lot of problems. However, a secure attachment style is the one that everybody aims for and wants, although obviously you can't always change it. So secure attachment style is one. Satisfaction with life. So this could be a correlation between what I said earlier about being able, being happy, just being by yourself and satisfaction with the things around you and what you have. Because if you're satisfied with the things around you, then you're already happy and you're not relying on something external to increase your happiness. However, if somebody comes around and you start talking to them and you like them, it's just in addition to your satisfaction with the people around you and the world. And again, I want to make this really important that the reason this is all important and possible is because if you're by yourself and you're happy being by yourself then everything around you changes because you have a different mentality and you don't have a scarcity mindset you know you're thinking oh maybe i'll start talking to this person and maybe it'll go somewhere but if it doesn't i have nothing to lose i'm happy being by myself however if you're by yourself but you really really want to find somebody then you're going to have the scarcity mindset that, okay, if I'm going to be with this person, like I'm going to ignore flaws about them just so I can be with them and not feel as lonely. And in the long term, you're going to end up ignoring, like I said, flaws and negative things about them that you noticed, but you're going to sweep it under the rug because you're so attached to this person and leaving them would mean that you would be alone by yourself and you weren't you weren't happy being alone in the first place so nothing's going to change and you're going to go back to the lonely path the third trait is conscientiousness which is the quality of wishing to do one's work or duty well and thoroughly so if you're having a task in front of you you want to do good you want to do it the best you can etc and then a growth mindset which i think makes the most dissatisfaction with life makes a lot of sense to me most sense to me at least because if you have a growth mindset you're always trying to get better and improve and if something first of all might not be working in the relationship you're always trying to improve it and make sure you keep that person that you love around also your life outside of it i think if you have a partner who's very has a very growth mindset who's very dedicated and very on par with their goals it'll be very nice for you to see your partner doing good and that way you'll see that you're going to encourage them and they're going to only get better over time and i think this is very very important and good to know because like i mentioned earlier going back to the irrelevant eight nowadays people just care or it seems, I think there's a stigma, especially with girls, which I don't think this is as much of an issue as people think it is. But, you know, height, people, girls always want somebody that's this, 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 and it's a preference. But guys want the same thing. Guys want somebody physically attractive. Guys want somebody who's this, that. And I think it's important to note that it's you want to find qualities that are one of the four that I mentioned that do have predictive power. However, for the irrelevant eight, it's kind of something you pick and choose. So, you know, physical attractiveness has nothing to do with finding a long-term mate. However, you're not going to date somebody you don't find physically attractive, right? So there's kind of caveats to this. And I think the irrelevant eight is something that you pick and choose. So if somebody, 
so similarities to oneself is one of the relevant eight. So if somebody's similar to you, I think if you find somebody who has a lot of the qualities that are predictive and are correlated to a good relationship, then from there, you can kind of just see from the relevant eight what else they have. And it's just a bonus. You know, if you have some similarities to somebody else, although it doesn't mean you're going to have a long-term healthy relationship, it's more that you can talk about and maybe it's something you guys can bond with. You know what I mean? So take this with a grain of salt. The irrelevant eight are not important for long-term mate. However, it's, it's all, it's all preferences. I feel like, and you guys need to understand that, especially in a relationship, if you take it seriously, you need to be able to grow from each other, talk and communicate effectively. And that's where secure attachment style comes in. That's where satisfaction with life, conscientiousness and growth mindset all play their own part. And, give you a higher chance. This is not a guarantee, but a higher chance of being in a happy long-term relationship. This has been Abundant Thinking. Thank you guys so much for listening.